Oh, what a tangled web we weave, when first we practice to deceive. But what of the web already woven for us? What of the fate that has already been decided? If our predestined path is blighted, what then? Surely you would think there would be some way to change that. It's a new podcast. Um, I think it makes sense to introduce our characters here as well. Well, I will be playing a Triton bard. Her name is Cordelia Cascade, and she goes by Deli. Hi, my name is Jordan, and my character's name is Desdemona Crescenia, and she is an Eldrin wizard. And I'm Atticus, and my character is Elijah Silence, and he is a Azamar Paladin. So our story begins, as so many should, with a high-speed chase. A sleek red automobile flies down the paved streets of Astoria Heights, a patrol car of constables in hot pursuit. Sitting at the driver's wheel is a half-orc named Ezra Lightspeed. He's the agreed-upon getaway driver who loves any excuse to show off his skills, and today is no different. They tear down the street at a speed that even a racer might consider unsafe. Sitting in the back seat is a knoll man named Chase Chuckles Conway, his hyena face sticking out the window and his tongue lolling in the wind. Beautiful imagery. Ezra rolls his eyes at this and turns to Elijah. You got a good hold on it still. He is referring, of course, to the small mechanical device that is sitting in Elijah's lap. It acts as a signal booster for the newspaper, the Astoria Sun, to pick up on police radio frequencies. The strangest part about it is it would seem to be alive, tilting to and fro merrily in Elijah's lap. Sure, sure. It'd be easier if it didn't struggle so much. Um, but as long as you don't flip the car or anything, I think I got it under control. Are you implying that I normally drive as I am going to flip the car? Oh, you know, I don't know if you're going to try and take, like, a ramp. It'd be cool. But it would also make it harder to hold on to this, uh, thing. Just hold on to it tight. I don't think there are any ramps in the middle of the street, but if there are, I'm going to take them, Elijah. There is no part of me that can't. I know, Ezra. I kind of know your deal at this point, so I wouldn't begrudge you. Ezra checks the rearview mirror and notices that the cops aren't following as closely anymore. Looks like they're flagging. Good. They know the ramp's coming. They only need to give a good show, more like. They can't let the sun know that Astoria's finest wouldn't touch the grass. Right, right. So, I guess we gotta be better about not getting police attention next time. I think that's on me. Um, I did throw myself through the front window. I didn't have to. It looked great. I know. I wish we had a picture. You know, maybe they got... I mean, it's a bunch of journalists in there. Maybe they got one. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair. I hope someone was snapping. 
which is not great for the visibility thing we were just discussing. I already forgot that part of the problem. Yeah, so did I. And he takes the car hard around a corner, if just so the knoll man in the back will knock his head against the window frame. And then I was like, you see this boss? You see what I deal with? He's so mean to me. Ezra, be nice. I was just turning the car. Well, be nice. Be nice about turning the car. You know his head was out there. I sure did. He could have hit a sign and took his head straight off. Okay, then maybe he shouldn't have had his head out the window. Have you tried telling him that? You know you'd have your head out the window if you weren't the one driving. They pull into an alley that leads to a long garage set up in the poorer side of town. It's a garage full of cars in various states of wear and tear. From the doorway of the warehouse, a warforged woman with curlers on hurries towards them, wearing a silken kimono that hangs open around a fancy nightgown. My poor babies, I was so worried. I heard the patrol car and I assumed the worst. Come here, let Auntie Jessamine see you. She hurries over to Elijah first. Oh, my beautiful angel, are you hurt? Oh, I'm fine, Auntie Jessamine, I'm fine. Don't you worry about me. The coppers don't touch us, Auntie. I didn't mean by the police, I meant from your driving, you lunatic. It's fine. There wasn't even a single ramp, it's fine. Anyway, Jazz is looking for you. Oof. Uh, suppose we better go see him then. And she holds out her hands for the mechanism. Uh, sure, here you go. Be careful, it, uh, likes to wiggle. No, I know that about them. It's absolutely awful. I don't know why they gotta be alive. It does seem like a cruel joke against God. Yeah, she's distracted by this for a moment and then looks down. She's like, oh, who's this precious thing? And a small cat, a small black cat specifically, walks up and rubs against Elijah's leg. Um, you've seen it around sometimes, its wide yellow eyes staring out of the void of its dark fur. The boys have been calling him Soot. Soot looks up at you imploringly and does a little blep. <laughs> Aww. So he's just kind of following you around. <laughs> he like, Yeah, I, I, Elijah just sort of kneels down to pet it, I guess. He appreciates it. And then he straightens up. He's like, well, I guess me and... The cat will go see Jazz. You want us to stay out here or something? I know we got plans later, so I can go get a different car warm. Yeah, that'd probably be best. Good idea. Ezra and Conway, go do that. Soot goes with you. <laughs> Are you carrying him or is he just... Ooh, he's like I carry the cat. On your shoulders. <laughs> Not on my shoulders, oh. in my hands. Oh my god. On, on one arm, just sort of a one arm cat. Carrie. That's adorable. So cute. It's like when Pokemon ride on your shoulders. Oh my god. This is my starter Pokemon set. Um, (laughs) And a large portion of this game will be me trying to battle other animals that I meet. (laughs) What kind of what kind of Pokemon type is Soot? A normal type. He feels like he'd be fire because his name is Soot, and then he like slowly becomes Evolution is fire type. Oh, okay. But he starts just normal. Elijah is led into a dim room, lit only by two wall sconces, one on each side of the room. The wallpaper is dark, lending to the low lighting, but that's just the way Jazz Eventide prefers it, the galaxy of stars along his skin glowing its brightest in the dark. You would know that Jazz Eventide is a star-carried, an elf with ties to the stellar plane. Most importantly, you'd know that he's your boss, the leader of the Golden Grasp, a criminal organization with a stranglehold on Astoria Heights. Can I get you to roll perception as you walk into this office with Jazz? The first roll of Ooh, perception. The show. Yes, I have that. Do you not have that? I don't have proficiency. <laughs> oh, but I rolled good. So it's going to be 18. 
Okay, you super see this then. You hella clear the, the DC there. You see a set of unusually golden nails on Jazz as they drum on the desk. So, I mean, I think at this point Elijah is familiar with Pax, the changeling who is Jazz's second in command, and she always keeps her golden nails no matter what form she digs. He just, he kind of points at her hand and he's just like, Keeping the seat warm for the boss. Good eye. Jazz is busy right now. He has to keep an eye on Governor Redmayne in case any upstarts get the idea to do anything to him while he's out and about today. And speaking of upstarts, have you heard of the Red Right Hand? You can roll intelligence or history for this. Oh boy. I don't intelligence at all, so I will just... 15. Oh, that's that's so close is the thing. (laughs) (laughs) And at level one, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> you you kind of like distantly might have heard the name at least one time. He just like he plays it. He's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you've heard of them, of course. <laughs> uh, but why don't you explain for certain? <laughs> I will say, almost no one has heard of them. Even the sharpest investigators have heard little of the dreaming dark, let alone the red right hand. But we have caught wind of a Red Right Hand operative coming to visit Astoria Heights today. Presumably inspired by the Princeps' visit. An alliance with them would be incredibly beneficial, let's say. We need you to find the operative and extend an invitation. And she hands out, like, this manila folder. Yeah, he takes it. Now, I'm certain I don't need to tell you, but you cannot let law enforcement hear about this. Astoria PD is only conditionally loyal. If they found out about this, we'd be on shaky grounds with the precinct. Got it? Got it. Understood. They won't hear a thing, and I will get us our alliance. Great. As for where to start looking, try the dodgier parts of town. They've got to have the insignia or some kind of signifier. That's what I was told anyway. Like Like a tattoo or something? Something on his hand, or to do with a hand. All right. Checking hands, looking for hands. Got it. Sounds good. And look, Jazz let me know you've got your own thing today, so you can deal with that first. But we do need you to get to this sometime this week. Not a problem. I certainly will. Great. You're dismissed. It gives a sort of a nod bow. Very respectful. Nod bow. Got you. <laughs> half not half bow. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so, so you head back down to the warehouse? Yeah. Okay. Um, are you leaving Sit behind? <laughs> are you taking Sit with you on a criminal adventure? Only way it's gonna get EXP. That's you, you gotta have them in the front of the party if you want to train them. <laughs> does does Sit is Sit chill? Does does Sit does Sit? Can I do an insight check on Sit? Do you want to do soot an a nar? <laughs> do you want to do an insight check on? I'm gonna insight check a cat. <laughs> I've gone mad with power. <laughs> How's that roll? <laughs> <laughs> it's an 18 plus uh, 4. <laughs> Holy shit! 22. Soot seems hella like a narc. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting supreme narc vibes off this cat. Oh my god. Oh, he was so cool until now. <laughs> I put the cat down <laughs> and go about my day. What are narc vibes coming off a cat? I guess we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Just like, look at this cat, look at the crimes I'm about to do, look at the cat, and I'm just like, probably shouldn't. Like, all he does is, like, blep. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, yeah, this is a narc. <laughs> Poke his little tongue and set him down. Aww. 
Okay, he does seem upset about this, but that's his fault for being a narc. <laughs> that's true. This cat's wearing a wire. <laughs> so you guys get into a different car. Pull out of the warehouse. As you as you go, Ezra's just going to be like, So, what they want you to do? I'm supposed to find someone from the Red Hand, I believe was the name, to make an alliance. But apparently that can be any time this week, so... Well, that's pretty laid back of them. Pretty laid back. I mean, I'll try to get to it, but, you know, big plans. Very big plans, yes. Uh, but we got a bit to wait. Did you want me to drop you off at home first? Uh... Did you want to hang out in the city? <laughs> Did you want to go shopping? <laughs> nah, I guess I gotta... Prepare for the act. Don't say prepare for the act ever again. I am going to say it as much as I possibly can. You shouldn't have implied you didn't like it. That was a moment of weakness on my part. I can see that now. So he goes to drop you off at home? Okay. So that's where we leave you for now. Cordelia. Yes. You have been bestowed a trailer by a mysterious benefactor. Ooh. Who um, says he'd seen your work and wanted to fund her if she needed help with anything. And as it turns out, she did. She needed to get in front of the princeps. That's how that happened. Got it. Yeah, you got funded and you are in a trailer. What's your trailer look like? You know those like those vans that you renovate and it's like very like boho and organic. <laughs> wow. But beachy, yeah. Yes. Okay. On the radio, there is a break in the music. An important message from Governor Redmayne, who is the Androsphinx governor of Astoria Heights. And he says, Hello, people! I am Governor Redmayne, here to deal with an important rumor that concerns the safety of our dear city. There has been talk of the presence of Dreaming Dark, and I'll tell you now, I have never met a Dreaming Dark. Have I, Saoirse? Saoirse, you can respond. <laughs> no, Governor, no, you have not. There, you see, no Dreaming Darks here. Our esteemed police department will, however, be keeping an eye on things, so don't you worry about partying to your heart's content out there in the streets today. We will see you soon. How do I stop being live? Is it this button? <laughs> I cannot push it with my massive paws. <laughs> with that, the music returns, and there is a knock at the door of your trailer. Oh! I go get it. Cool. <laughs> when you open it, a girl with the face of an axolotl is there. Um, with a little axolotl face, I should say, is probably a better <laughs> way of putting that. Is this, uh, is this my bandmate? Is your bandmate, uh, Maya, the drummer of your old band. Maya! How are you? Oh my god, I haven't seen you in like... In like, time... It's been a few weeks, Deli. So yeah, it's it's been a while. How are you? How's the band? How's everyone? <laughs> um, I think they're okay. I I came here to tell you something. Two somethings. Important somethings. I don't want to forget. You know how I get. No, of course. Yes. Okay. Yes. First, that creep who used to ask about you at shows came knocking. And I told him you weren't with the band anymore. I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't have even talked to him. Except to say, you can go kick rocks, mister. But I didn't say that. <laughs> it, that's um, fine. Concerning, but I guess fine. It's technically an admirer, but you know. I guess, yeah, a creepy one. Anyway, it was the second thing. Oh, yeah. Um, the second thing, the second thing. 
Nalos, he's performing today. No, what? Shut up. No, wait, what? Shut up. No, what? I'm sorry. Shut up, Maya, shut up, shut up. Okay. Shut up. What? He's- Shut up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Nalos is here? Wait, is that why? Are you performing with him? Yeah, we're, well, we're all performing together. We stayed together. I, no, I, I know, I'm sorry. I just... Thank you for letting me know. You know, if you wanted to avoid him, that's kind of why I came. You know, I can walk you to the green room that he's not in. Sure. I mean, it's always nice to see you, Maya. I just... Things just ended super badly with him, you know what I mean? And it's just like... Mm, it's awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um... Sure. I mean, I guess it's my... It's time to go. Um... Let's go. Yeah, okay, great. Was that earlier, was that a stabbing motion in, in regards to how things went? Or, um, you know, maybe, if that, that's up for interpretation. Well, me personally, Maya, I definitely, I definitely saw a stabbing motion. You um, know? So, let's just go. <laughs> so yeah, they both go to the amphitheater, and the amphitheater is in the really ritzy part of town. It is mm. right next to a huge art gallery. Mm -hmm. It's actually right up behind it is where the art gallery is. And performers are filing in to prepare. And up ahead, walking with a large shark shifter, is definitely Nalo Seawind himself, a triton with the markings of a killer whale. Can't she, like, duck behind, like, I don't know, equipment or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess roll stealth? She can grab, can she grab Maya with her? I guess it would be weird. Yeah, I'm just gonna say if you do a good stealth, you can have also grab the little axolotl girl. Which one of these will fail me first? Let's find out. <laughs> That's an eight on the die. I don't know if I have stealth. That's a 10 Look, he's total. kind of a meathead, so maybe he's like, Oh, hmm. that's a 16 on the die. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I mean, he sees you. Probably that's not the greatest look either, like, trying to, like, pull. It's, like, the worst look possible. It's, like, she, you can see, like, her hair and, like, <laughs> like behind, like, literally, like, behind a, like, a, an effect rack or something like that. Yeah, you're literally <laughs> trying to hide from him and he, capital K, oh, knows. Oh, God. <laughs> Is he coming my way? Or um, I'm no, still thinking I'm hiding. Yeah, he kind of just... <laughs> regards Deli with a cool look, but he doesn't say anything, and he keeps walking into the back door of the gallery. Do you think he saw us, Maya? Um, no! No, I'm sure he didn't. Insight check that bitch. <laughs> Does he know I'm here? Uh, well, I knew you were gonna be performing, so maybe he did. Why am I the last to know everything? I feel like I should be the first to know everything. Everything's going so wrong. What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? What are you? Well, you're gonna outperform him, of course. I mean, uh, no, I know you've got this. I've seen you perform. This is great. This is optimal, really, if you think about it, because then he's here and people can immediately compare it with how good you are. But what if I do bad? That's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> I like your attitude. <laughs> Too bad you're working for him. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's fine. I mean, you know, we all started the band together. It's just gotta move on, you know? Make your own way. Yeah, well, I mean, you kind of... Ha unless you're happy with them. It's fine. I'm not gonna oh. judge you. I'm kind of happy, but, you know, it's like, I figure you seem like you want to go solo. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
it it just felt time. Yeah. No. And, yeah. I, I agree. You got this, Deli. Deep breaths. You guys go through the back door of the stage, and she shows you to your green room. Listeners, this is Danny, your DM. If this is your first time listening, then absolutely nothing sounds different. But if this is your second pass, welcome to the remastered audio. Why does it still suck, you ask? Because in our first sound test, it was missed that we were way too close to the mics, and there's not a ton that I can do for that. But hey, I tried. We have new music and closer editing and some lines that were redelivered. Actually, a lot of lines that were redelivered. It is very early in the morning, and that was more lines than I anticipated. But if you've been around long enough to remember Ezra with an American accent, no you don't. Uh, we have a website with all of our info, including socials and our Discord, so if you're a fan already, make sure to visit www.thelasttapestry.com. We'll be right back after a word from artist Vincent is Vintage. Summer of 1924. Wild parties, prohibition thriving, and migrants clawing to the top. Nick Carraway is charmed when approached by his mysteriously wealthy neighbor, Jay Gatsby, with a favor. A harmless request to meet Nick's cousin, the formerly renowned dancer, Daisy Buchanan. Gatsby, who has been driven by the weight of his dreams since migrating to America from Lebanon, intends to continue building a bootlegging empire in lieu of recent mob tension and wed the woman he lost years ago despite the turmoil it might bring him. Come enjoy a retelling of one of the most beloved stories from the previous 20s. Great Gatsby Amongst the Ash Apes and Millionaires is a webcomic relaunching mid-summer 2022. Find Great Gatsby on Webtoons and Tapas by Vincent is Vintage. Till then, old sport. Meanwhile, in a monastery in Swan Falls, it is the morning of the princeps visit. Lately, as in the last few days, Desdemona Crescenia has been having terrible, fitful dreams. Which is unusual, considering that she's an elf whose only repose is meditation. But it isn't as though her meditations haven't always been fraught. As an Aladrin, she finds it impossible to remain in the same season for longer than a day. Against her will, she will awaken the next morning to find that she has become a different season. But, to return to our present predicament, that has only outweighed the season problem just recently, Desdemona Crescenia was having the most terrible, fitful dream of them all. But it didn't start that way. Tonight it started out with the foggy visage of a man, like watching a scene through a wet window, speaking to her in a soft voice. So you're a bookworm, are you? I got so many books in here. Probably some you oughtn't be reading, seeing as they have to do with the uh, fates of other people, but... Well, she ain't around to stop anyone anymore. It melts away to darkness, and suddenly she finds herself in a scene that echoes terribly, as though two nearly identical versions of the scene are playing out at once. Get to the mirror! It's the fastest way to the temple! She moves through a mirror, and the dream is so vivid that she can feel the cool, thin membrane press against her skin as she jumps, and she hears others following behind her. Friends. Before she can turn to see them, however, she jolts awake. 
Sitting in the room with her in the monastery for the Sisters of the Tower is her fire genasi friend, Marjorie Song. I'm going to roll a d4 real quick to see what season I'm in. Good. Yes, I was just going to ask you to. Just for reference, a season is this kind of deci- decides their mood based on like summer, spring, winter, fall. So two. So I'm going to guess that's spring. Summer. Oh, I was doing oh. spring first. Just kidding. It's the summer then. There you go. Okay. I actually pictured it being summer. That's what I wrote in here. Wow. Okay. That's psychic visions. <laughs> Plague Dan. And always have since she was a small child. <laughs> that's how this game came about. <laughs> Bonjour, ma chérie. Uh, good morning. I had no idea that elves slept, but you definitely looked asleep, so I didn't want to wake you. That is unusual. Yeah, but it's unusual in a really boring way, where I just kind of sat here for like 20 minutes. (laughs) Oh, why have you... why are you watching me sleep? Well, I wasn't watching you sleep. God, don't make it weird. (laughs) I was... waiting. For you to wake up, because I don't have anything else to do. Except chores, but don't tell Sister Rowena that I'm not doing them. Your secret is safe with me. Is it? Yeah. yes. Roll persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's deception. Uh, no, it's it's true. Ooh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a three plus two. I don't know. What's her insight? That's an 18 on the die. She narrows her eyes for a second, then unnarrows them and is like, okay, whatever. Anyway, I have an idea, an amazing idea about today. Okay. So you know how you, you want to go protest the temple thing, right? Right. Great. What if we go one step further than that and make the temple thing a thing people never forget? How do you propose to do that? Hold on. I will tell you. What if we do something so crazy in there that people are afraid of it and then never mess with the temple again. Are we going to damage the temple? No, we're not going to da- Let's. That goes against the point. We're going to go down there. We're going to scare people away from like the minerals and junk. And we're going to essentially just protect it, right? With fear as a motivator. <laughs> <laughs> we, do, do you have a plan? No, but you're a wizard, right? You can do a flashbang cool stuff, right? (laughs) I I can make fire, yes. Fire's a good start. Fire's a great start. I can do fire also, obviously. So So that's like your whole thing. It is my whole thing. It's like all I got. Here is the thing. I was like an audience with the princeps myself, if possible. Whoa, that's wild. You think you can get an audience with the princeps? I'm not sure, but I I would like to. Here's the other thing. The other thing that I was going to pitch to you. I personally really am going to murder a man for an autograph from Cordelia Cascade. (laughs) Do you have one in mind? Oh, I'm okay. Did I say literally? Because I meant figuratively. I'm going to figuratively kill a man for Cordelia Cascade. Unless she wanted me to literally kill a man, then I might do it. (laughs) But she does this fire dance and it's amazing. It's like... She's ground level right now, but she's going to get big. <laughs> right. I, Here's I, the thing. Here's the thing. Follow me. <laughs> I'm, I'm following you, yes. Okay. If we are able to get in good with Cordelia Cascade, she probably knows the princeps if she's, like, performing for him, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's brilliant. And then, if he does not comply, then we will scare people out of the temple and make him rue the day that he denied us. Yeah, there you go. Those words. Sounds good. Okay, we should probably get out of here soon so we can catch the morning train to Astoria Heights. Right away? Cool. As you guys are heading out, however, 
uh, you are stopped by Azriel, an angel who sweeps in. And he's just like, hello, ladies, Desdemona. And Marjorie, of course. Marjorie's just like, oh, Azriel, go away. Can't you tell no one <laughs> likes you? <laughs> I... <laughs> I don't I don't dislike you, Mr. Azriel. That's why I like you best. Um, <laughs> very sad. I'm sorry to hear that. It's sad that I like you best. Well, is that is that dislike is that not disliking you is like the high bar to clear. No, no, no. It's not it's not not dislike wait. It's a facade. <laughs> they don't they don't actually dislike me. I can sorry. I can see, I can see through to their inner feelings. It's an angel thing. So any news about me becoming a god? Have you seen it in the cards or uh, or the dreams or well, how do you how do you girls see? I guess I never asked before. I personally am not a fortune teller. Oh, not darn. yet. I'm studying all schools of magic and divination is amongst them, but I I personally do not see the future. But I am sure that whatever you put your mind to, Azrael, you can achieve. Don't get his hopes up that's almost worse look at him he's stupid <laughs> Azriel, can I ask you a question yes certainly why do you think that you will become a god because I'm powerful and I would make a good one <laughs> is, do you think that there is an application process is there an application process <laughs> Like face palms, just like no, no, there is no. I was asking if you think that there was, because I do not think that's how godhood works. No, right? It it just is gonna happen to me. I just don't know when. It just happens. Angel senses. (laughs) Except they're not that great. I gotta come ask you guys when it is gonna happen. We're in a bit of a hurry right now, actually. Uh, yeah. Can we like? pause this conversation and maybe never do it again. (laughs) Do you... Are you going to the big festival? I wasn't gonna, but do you want me to? Is the alternative you harassing all of the other people at the monastery? My sisters? Yes, definitely. Come along, Asriel. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, Marjorie just glares at you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if we tell Sister Rowena that we saved everyone from Asriel's, she will not make us do chores tomorrow. I'd rather do chores. (laughs) (laughs) They go out to catch the train to Astoria Heights. The train chugs through the countryside for nearly half an hour before the towers of Astoria come into view. It is a truly massive city that spans from the wide river Ptolemy all the way to the mountains far in the distance. It's a city built into the foothills, with levels, some neighborhoods quite high and other districts quite low. It's a thing that only makes it loom even larger upon approach. There are large ports along the fringes of the river, absolutely bustling with commerce. The train is on a course for the commercial heart of Astoria, the Eventide Square. This close, more details can be made out, like the gilded detailing on the monolithic Halcyon building glinting in the sunlight, or the bronze trolley rails that bridge between the peaks and valleys of the city. 
Above the massive city, there are two circling airships, and at the very, very peak of Astoria, there is an observatory that can be seen even from here. Finally, something to look at that isn't books and countryside. Oh, I like our books and countryside, but this is magnificent, yes. I knew you'd say that. I knew you'd say that, Desi. And it's fine. Is that I like books? That you like books and countryside. I love you even though you're a weird countryside girl. Are you a horse girl? (laughs) (laughs) Horse girl, confirm. You have to tell me if you're a horse girl or it's entrapment. She gestures to her ferret who's definitely been here the whole time. She has a a pet ferret. She has a a rainbow-colored ferret named Bustle. Aww. And she says, uh, I am more of a ferret girl. Is that weirder? (laughs) (laughs) That feels weirder. I feel like, and no offense to Bustle, but ferrets stink more than horses. Also, ferrets can't give you rides places. True facts. Tried it. If a ferret was big enough. (laughs) What? That's a level two spell that I could get. You can embiggen him? We. I have to see this. (laughs) (laughs) And as they grow closer to the city, they can see a massive canyon not very far from it. Um, It's crawling with quarry workers, even this early, harvesting the minerals from around the temple below that had made Astoria Heights the jewel in the country of Arunia's crown. It isn't long after seeing this that the train pulls into the station in Astoria Heights and Marjorie gleefully suggests we should go shopping or maybe get breakfast or possibly both. (laughs) We could grab breakfast to go and then go shopping. Yeah, no, but what if I want to go to a fancy bistro and act like I'm fancy? You can't be like a country bumpkin either. You have to act cool. Can you act cool? What, <laughs> what does that mean? I can act plenty cool. Can you? Act Very. cool right now. Do it. Hello. I'm cool. And then Asriel's like, I can confirm that is very cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And Marjorie's like, I'm in hell. <laughs> This is the worst. <laughs> Can we go? Sh- Actually, let's go shopping first. I want to cover both of you in fancier things so I can pretend you're not who you are. <laughs> Marjorie, I thought we were friends. We are friends. I'm just like your mean friend. That's fair. <laughs> All right. So they, I guess they go do this stuff. So you get, you get gussied up and so does Asriel and eat some fancy city food. Like a crap. Eventually, you do come to the time where you need to sneak over to the art gallery by the amphitheater to ambush Delhi. So I guess you both can roll perception. Oh, I've been rolling really great until this is like probably important. Okay, 11 is not horrible. Not on fire today, guys. <laughs> but you're summer. <laughs> That's a five. Oh boy. Uh, actually, no, let me roll for Asriel. You do see Delhi. And um, she is walking with a little Nereid girl who has an axolotl face. And she is walking into the art gallery, like with the rest of the performers. So Marjorie is like, Ugh, I don't see anything. I think I like had a bad crepe or something. (laughs) (laughs) My vision is going. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Death is upon me. Should I have that extra whipped cream? She's going to gesture in the direction of Delia and say, there she is. Oh my god, it's her. <laughs> how, do okay. we, how are we going to do this? What if I freak out? That's the like, least cool thing to do is to freak out. Don't freak out. Act natural. Okay. 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 You got to Go. persuade me again. <laughs> to act natural? Ten. I am persuaded. 
a normal amount. <laughs> She's going to say, just remember, act supernatural. Wait. <laughs> okay, like a ghost? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use my gust cantrip to make the wind be like, be like billow okay. for her, like around her. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't have to roll anything. It's just something I can do with Gust. No, I know. I so was going to have you roll performance, but I guess she should. Nice. Okay, that is a... What do we call it whenever it's a? It's not a nat 20, but it is a 20? Dirty 20? There you go, dirty 20. Wet 20? Ew. A cursed 20. <laughs> <laughs> a damned 20. <laughs> the devil's 20. <laughs> So I guess, yeah, if a fire genasi with, like, the wind just, like, perfectly blowing her hair walks up to you. And also so does Desdemona and an angel. Like, all at once? Like, as a mob? Or, like, as... I mean, our, I mean, the angel can be left behind. Well, yeah, and she would let Marjorie lead the way. Okay. <laughs> What's more alarming? Is an angel approaching you or an angel lurking in the background? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. He's okay. probably just playing with his new clothes. Aww. He's just like, ooh, shiny. I love this himbo. Does she say anything? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess she's approaching me. Yeah, she just approaches you and is like, hey. <laughs> Hi. Mona's going to give her a thumbs up when she. <laughs> I like your hair. Thanks. It's not normally like this. Oh, I would have like totally thought. Oh. That I'm always surrounded by a supernatural wind. It's only when I'm around you. Oh, oh. <laughs> she like steps behind Maya a little bit. I'm I'm Cordelia. Do I know you? Actually, no, you don't. But I would like a signature from you so bad. You're asking me for an autograph? Um, yeah. I saw you fire dance one time. <gasps> oh my god. Like that's a deep cut. I, I haven't performed anywhere else really publicly. Have you not? I would say, like, she's probably done, like, small things, but this is, like, the biggest thing that put her... So, like, it's basically yeah, she's, like, a like, deep... But she, like, fire danced with Nalos in them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, That's she's seen she her, her on... Her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, she, like, Deli pretty much thinks, like, no one's, like, really knows her personally, like... Oh, because like Nalos that. is a dick. Yeah. Because he like, know me. Okay. No, yeah. So she's, like... Wait, are you sure you want my autograph? Not, like, Nalo's sea winds or anything like that? Does Nalo's dance with fire? No. Okay, then yeah, you're Unless the I one. put him on fire, and then, <laughs> then he's sure dancing. <laughs> but no, no, he does not dance with fire. Um, yeah, do you have do you have something to sign on, or...? Oh, no, but girl. <laughs> do you have paper? Yeah, she produces a, a, a notepad from her from her dress. <laughs> okay. Also, this is Desdemona. She's, like, totally a fan, too, right, Des? Abs- abs- absolutely. Oh, my God. I, I, I feel like this is, like, I've never been hounded by fans before. My, oh, my God. I've never been hounded by fans before. This is so crazy. She's going to um, say, Marjorie is always saying what a superstar you are and how you're going to break out any day now. I did say that just this morning, actually, yes. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for believing in me. This is so amazing to hear. Can I hug you? Oh, my God, yes. She hugs her. Okay. And then she signs whatever piece the, of paper. The paper, yeah. Can I get both Desdemona and Deli to roll perception for me? Oh, sorry. Deli gets advantage is what I meant to say. Oh, that's a 12. I got a 5. Okay. I did roll for this one, which is why it is so high. So you don't see anything. 
Um, Sweet. <laughs> you see nothing but the love and adoration of your fans. Oh, um, I'm blinded by my, my, my followers here. Mona's going to say, <laughs> are you acquaintances with the princeps? Me? Uh, I mean, not really, I guess. No? Oh, then how are you, like, performing for him? Are you going to, like, talk to him? Because, like, my friend wants an audience. I mean, I'm not, like, best. I don't think, I have never even met him. Are so. you going to meet him today? I suppose so, if I'm going to be, like, performing for him. So, yeah. It would mean the world to two of your fans if we could have an audience with him. Perhaps if he's, like, gonna meet me later at a meet and greet. Like, maybe I could have you guys stick around since you guys have been so nice and basically have the first autographs I've ever signed. That would be magnifique. Thank you so much. Cool. Do I get any weird vibes from this? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Deli asks out loud. (laughs) Should I? It's fine. (laughs) Just like ask Maya and then just like before she can answer, just like, no, probably not. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, you're with me. Of course. Just like, um, how will you get backstage? I'll figure out. We could sneak them into the green room. Well, I mean, to sneak around if you know kind of know me i just met you whoops um i'll have someone escort you i'll find someone like security or something and bring you up you, will you guys be watching me of course um yeah totally we will Absolutely. maybe i could get you guys front row seats that would be wonderful because that's probably where the princeps is if it's right. a performance for him i mean sure yeah sure that's not weird okay yeah i'll I'll figure out how to get you in front row. Oh, thank you very much. Desdemona, can I get you to roll a strength save? Uh-oh. What? Ooh. <laughs> As a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think this would be your best, but you might roll a 20. I got a 19. Holy fuck on a stick. Which is an 18 total. This wizard <laughs> does squats. <laughs> That's amazing. Ah, oh, he, do- he got a dirty 20. What is it with me and these unholy 20s? what did you get again 18 okay you are grabbed by a stranger you don't see him but Deli does um you see the face of a man beneath the rim of a trilby hat he has sorry what I said trilby instead of fedora just because I didn't want anyone to laugh I I only laughed laughed because Bianca made just the the most trilby (laughs) Face. I did. I did. I really. I'm did. sorry. They were in vogue in the 20s. I. <laughs> I understand. It's just for like, the audience. You have to understand. There's a 1920s aesthetic. We don't support trilby use in the modern age, but it is a part of the setting. I swear to God, if he says "milady," he he does not, and he never will. Okay, you have you. my solemn promise. <laughs> he has the preternatural beauty of a Kalashtar. And when you know, um, the strange man who would come to shows and specifically ask for you. So I guess he is kind of a creep in a fedora. I, that. <laughs> Yay. You, call, you called it, I guess. So you said I can't see him? Well, he's grabbed you from behind. So if you want to like oh. look over your shoulder into his face, you can. Absolutely. Like, she she grabbed screamed. Grabbed her how? Grabbed her from behind. Like, grab, like, like a bear hug kind of situation? Like. Or, like, grabbed to push her out of the way. Grabbed her to pick her up. Oh, okay. Um, I guess let's roll initiative. Okay. <laughs> okay. Six. Five. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, well, at least we know that Desi goes before Deli. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> this does mean the creep and the trilby goes first, but okay. maybe. Hold on. Let me see if Marjorie. Okay, yeah, Marjorie goes first. Thank you. Okay, Marjorie is a, a true fan. <laughs> true fan. <laughs> Marjorie sees this, I and that's her friend. Um, She'll kill any man. Just tell her to, <laughs> Deli. <laughs> just give her the give fucking her, like, word. <laughs> Take the shot. <laughs> Activate the sleeper agent. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cast command. Jeez. And say drop. So he's got to succeed on a wisdom saving throw against a level one cleric. Let's see if he can do it. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> he he only just saves. So never mind. So now it's his turn. He's going to cast wall of light. Essentially, he's gonna like drop something on the ground that like snaps really loud, and there is just like this huge radiant wall of light between him and now Desi and you, Maya, and Marjorie. So yeah, make a con save, uh, Deli, and then I will have. Oh, Marjorie got a nat one. I got a thirteen. You save because I did not invest in charisma for this boy. Who <laughs> wears yeah. a, a f- trilby? <laughs> I started saying the f word and I stopped myself. <laughs> The trigger word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yes. So it is a shimmering wall of bright light that just kind of appears between you guys. It it blocks line of sight. The biggest thing is it did blind your two friends. But you're still fine. But it was enough for him to definitely startle people. And he is running with uh, your friend now. Oh god. Um, Can I... Is it my turn? His turn. Oh, it's your turn. Yes, it's actually your turn now. Okay, so now Desdemona's going to attempt to do Gus to push him away from her. Okay, what do I roll? Strength save. 15? Probably. I'm level one. Let's find out. I'm about to say, sorry. He is is a high level. Yeah, no, he saves. So nothing happens. His hair looks fantastic. His hair looks great. You blow his chilby right off, and he's got beautiful hair under there. Oh, man. The transformation happened. (laughs) Under the trilby, he was hot. Mona's just, like, shouting expletives, probably. She's summer, so she's angry. Okay. Is she saying them in French or English? French, so I don't have to say them. Yeah, great. So he doesn't understand them. He's just like, okay, whatever. (laughs) I like she's summer, so she's angry. As if in a different season, this situation would not, like... (laughs) During winter, she's just like, take me then. She gets extremely goth. <laughs> In spring, she's just like, whatever you think is best. <laughs> Deli, what are you doing? I Can I cast? Can I cast? Sleep on him. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Well, I, I mean, 5d8. So hopefully he's less than 5d8. He's a warlock, so probably definitely, <laughs> which is concerning for me. Okay. See a few sevens. 14, 22, plus 4, 26. Does he drop? No, he's got way more than that. <laughs> oh, okay, it's fine. <sighs> okay, my turn. First roll, Pokemon. You gotta weaken him first before you try to capture him. That's true. <laughs> but if I try to weaken him, I don't have anything that really weakens people, is the thing. And I'm finding Use for myself. Fists. What do you do if you're blind? Because Marjorie definitely is. She's probably just going to, well, first scream. Yeah, she just screams and charges forward. Probably running into people. It doesn't matter. She looks horrifying right now. She's just like, eyes are watering uh, from the (laughs) blindness. And she's just screaming and running into people. She's definitely creating a commotion, which is helping your case, at least in terms of potential police 
response. It's his turn again, and he is able to get over to a motorcycle. What the fuck? He tries to get you... <laughs> like, he tries to get on it and get you on it. Let's do another contested strength. Let's do an intelligence contest. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be a seven. Let's outsmart Aww. him. <laughs> I got a dirty 20 again. Jesus. <laughs> um... I'm sorry. Smith's okay. determined to do a kidnapping. He is. So yeah, he, he gets on this m- motorbike. Can't. Oh, it's not my turn. I keep forgetting we're in combat. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, Because pretty much as soon as he gets on the motorbike and starts taking off, I think is about whenever Marjorie is going to find her way back to you and be like, we have to do something else. We've got to like find something that goes fast. Can I see, like, any vehicle being around? I guess roll, like, you can roll investigation or perception. She investigation. Mm. I rolled an 8 plus 3. 11? That's an above average vehicle spotting. So, um... (laughs) It's like a golf cart. (laughs) (laughs) It is... It is just a kind of small golf cart thing. Yeah, for the performers, mostly just bury their stuff around. So it doesn't look awesome, but it's there. Will that catch up in a motorcycle? I mean, I guess it could try. You can certainly try. There's probably a cleric thing she can do on it. No, it's not. Not at level one. <laughs> I bless this golf cart. <laughs> okay, I have a crazy idea. Are we still in, can- in uh, combat? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, Um, what if I use Thunder Wave, but like behind us to help propel us forward? Is that crazy? It's insane, but I love it. <laughs> um, Is that how that works? So Thunder Wave, I think it pushes. I know it, does it pushes push people uh, back, but let me put that. That's so good. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a fifteen foot cube originating from you must make a con saving throw. Which I guess, if I'm pointing it like at the ground behind me, it's the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- you know, I think it's fine. We can presume that you use this momentum of the ground not yielding to move yourself. This makes sense to me. That's yeah. science. Yeah, I think so. Sure. They teach that in every physics class. <laughs> <laughs> Cast them to make car go fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's the forbidden science. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So you, um, you're that's able... What, that's what Mona was going to read in her dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it says here, cast thunder wave to make car go fast. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys get in the golf cart and it's just got the keys in there because it's a golf cart no one is expecting anyone to steal it <laughs> um, but you guys get in there and you cast Thunderwave and it careens after the <laughs> motorcycle <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Last Tapestry. We want to thank Nylor for their song Panthalassa, which we use as our intro, and Ketza for the song War Inside, which is our outro. Please remember to leave a review. It really helps us out.